Welcome back. Welcome back. To Pop Pinion. Pop Pinions. Jack and I were just fighting. So. Big, big argument. Big, big arguments over here. Sorry. Go ahead. Episode. 72. Yep. Yes. Yeah. We have a fun segment that always brings out the best in us. Would you call it fun? I don't know if you have fun with these. <laughs> I do. They're fun. Uh, we, on today's episode. Don't, oh, it's serious, That does sound very serious. Uh, it's our second last movie challenge. Yes. We have a, a little announcement about our last one. We have a movie to pair with Lord of the Rings. We do. Guess what, everybody? Guess what, Tyler? Guess what Jack's going to watch on Saturday? Deadpool. Godfather. <laughs> Deadpool, yes. finally. Deadpool, day set. I I have to. I've avoided it for long enough. My thing is with you now that I worry because you've held off for so long, you're going to be like, the hype was too much. That's what I feel like mm, you're going to say. A good, that's a good zag. I like it. I'll say like he's funny, but yeah the rest of the movie meh we'll see because i feel like you're so stubborn you won't want to say yes it was actually a good movie no if if it is a movie i enjoy i will admit it okay deal so we're gonna do our second last movie challenge uh life is beautiful and gladiator and we're gonna talk about the oscar noms which i didn't know we were talking about no we're just telling them when it's happening february 8th okay done check yep and then uh, we're going to do a draft, and it's going to be an HBO show draft. This is where some arguing came in. Yes, right right before we hit Literally record. Literally right before, because it's very... Listen, this uh, is the way you can approach a draft. I can... I know what shows he wants, and he knows what shows I want, and some of them are intersect. Some of them. We only have... A, I would say we only have about two or three we will actually both want, but then it's going to get to the point where... You know, maybe one of your favorite shows that I necessarily wouldn't pick. But if you take one of mine, I'm going to take one of yours. So then it becomes petty. And it only becomes petty if it's who gets the first pick, decides, gets to set the tone. Right. So we'll, we'll, we'll flip a coin. I'll, I'll let you call it when, when that comes. And we'll see who starts off this HBO draft and how, yeah, how petty we can get. Right. Oh, my God. This is so fun. Uh, other than that, Case, how are you doing? Uh, I'm okay. We did not have a good day today. Rough, rough day here. It was a rough day. Listen, nothing, nothing earth shatteringly bad, but just one of those days that is, it just could have gone better. So when sometimes when there is a lot of ice on the neighbors eavesdrops in our, in our backyard, it, it leaks into our it's only the second time it's ever happened one time was christmas a couple of years ago um it leaks into our basement and drops water on you and your girlfriend yeah it get the whole ceiling gets wet the the rug gets wet anyway so i woke up to jack we knew it was happening last night we kind of thought it was under control because you had like chipped away at the ice and then woke up this morning to ladders and ice being boiled or what Ice being boiled, water being boiled to to pour over the ice, like it was just one of those kind of mornings. And then we'd had a huge snowstorm last night, and I thought it was going to be a snow day. And then I think a lot of people did in the school too. Actually, everyone I talked to, they were all like, Mer. 
I wish we didn't have to come in. Uh, so there was a lot of snow. So then I had to like shovel and had to move cars. And I, it was just one of those mornings. You just, and then to trying to get you to the train, that yeah, was stressful. I still somehow went to school. And then at the end of the class realized I didn't have to be there. Oh I no. Could have just been online for the yeah, day. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. My actual day at work though was fine. I actually got a lot of work done, which was kind of cool. I like when that happens. Um, <clears throat> And it was my coworker's birthday. So that was, you know, we were kind of just, we, there was some chatting and stuff like that. I don't know. It's just, but other things happened that we can't really say on air, but like, I don't know, just other people's business. So, um, but yeah, no, it's just one of those days. I don't know. It just didn't, it didn't have a good buzz to it. No, it was, it was a bad start. And I think we're just slowly marching towards the end of a bad day. Yeah. But this is a great way to finish off our day because it always puts me in a good mood when I'm here with you and chatting about movies and pop culture. So it's a good distraction. Yeah. And you I'd ask how you are, but (laughs) I think we kind of covered that, right? Yeah. The the two hours of sleep. Definitely. It's hard, right? I know. I know. Because that happens to me at least once a week where I get two hours of sleep because of whatever. I've been up. I think I woke up around four, and then I looked outside all excitingly, and then saw it has was not snowing anymore. So then I was like, "Oh, it's not going to be a snow day." So, but then everyone I talked to at work today it was like the same. Everyone was like, "I really thought it was going to be a snow day. I wasn't quite like, like mentally prepared to come in." So, but that's okay. It's all good, everybody. So, like I said, nothing earth-shatteringly, but just one of those days where just kind of meh. Yeah. But now. Let's get into our movies. Yeah. Um, let's start with the happy-go-lucky Life is Beautiful, <laughs> 1997, uh, directed and starring Roberto Benigini. Yes. Ben- Benigini? Benigini? There isn't like an extra I in there. Yeah. Benigini? It's funny because these two movies I really feel are vastly different and then they have a lot of similarities like I just feel like they have a lot of crossovers that I was like wow there's different but you do the spiel on life is beautiful what it's about uh it is about Guido which doesn't feel like an appropriate name but it's Guido Guido and his son Giosu Giosu yeah I'm not sure yeah Uh, they are separated from their mom slash wife Dora at a concentration camp yeah, so the f- the funny thing about this movie is the first hour is literally him falling in love. They have their they have their baby near the end of that first hour. It's just like him as a waiter. You kind of get to know his friends. Like it's just kind of him, and it is very like it's light and it's fun, and he's so positive, and he's just such a happy guy, and he loves this woman so much. That is his real wife in real life too. So and he loves her so much, and you can just like feel it through the screen. And then it just, it takes that turn of like, okay, now we're all going to a concentration camp, but they don't do it in a way of like you here, they come to pick up the kid and the dad. They do it in the way of like the mom comes home with a friend, I believe, and they walk into the house and the house is all like, like messy and like, you know, there's been a struggle clearly. And then all of a sudden his dad, the, the dad and the son are in the back of this truck with a whole bunch of people and everybody looks really sad. And the dad is like, Oh, this is so fun. We're going on an adventure. It's for your birthday. Like he makes everything really fun. And then they're put on a train and he's like, 
oh, this is for your, like, I got you on a train. Like, this is so great. And he's like, have you ever been on a train before? And the kid's like, no. And he's like, it is so fun. It has got wood paneling. Everybody stands. And the kid's like, there's no seats. No, who would want to sit? Like, we get to stand and we get to stand with all the people and we're all smushed in together. And like, he makes that sound fun. And then the wife shows up who would have been fine. Yeah. She didn't, like, she would have been fine. And she's like, I want to get on the train. And the guy's like, no. And then so she gets on the train, but then they get separated at this concentration camp. Do you want to add anything right now at this point? Uh, no, pretty much just that he, he turned it into a game. The opening scene is um, what I like to call accidental Nazism. <laughs> right. Where he's just waving at people and I'm thinking, okay, I because I know you talked about this movie and what it was. And I was like, oh, okay, they're showing Nazis. We're, we're heading to concentration camps. And it wasn't until, like, the train that it's like, okay, this is, like, until that point, it was all pretty, like, subtle of what was going to happen. If you didn't right. already, like, know yes, yeah, generally the story. Right. And, yeah, the, and the opening scene in the first little bit makes you think, oh, this is just this fun and goofy movie, and it's silly, and it's a kid's movie, and it's just... It kind of is. Yeah. Because it's it never, as a movie, treats itself that seriously, but it's with the undertone of they're at a concentration camp. Yeah. So the son and the, and the dad are in with a whole bunch of men, obviously, in like these huge bunk bed things. And the dad tells this kid, like, we are here to win a prize. Like, everybody here is competing, and the end prize is a big, like a tank we get to take home. And he's like, and we got to get a 1,000 points. So he says, um, you know, if you, you can't ask for food or you'll lose points, he gives them all these like three rules basically, which would, you know, keep them kind of under the radar. And, um, so he has, to, the kid has to stay there in the, in the day Well, he plays with the other kids and the dad's over there working and the kid comes over and he's like, what are you doing, Papa? Like whatever. Right. And he's, he's carrying these big like iron thing and he's, he's like, oh, I'm getting this ready for the tank. And, you know, he makes every like even though he's before the sun was there, he was complaining. He was just like, oh, my God, this is so heavy. I'm not going to make it, whatever. And then the kid shows up and it's like, oh, I'm doing this for the tank. And then he's the little boy goes, everyone's been told they have to take a shower and the dad goes, well, then go or whatever. And then he's like stamping his feet. And he's like, no. And he's like, okay, hide until I'm done. And I guess what the dad didn't realize is that they had killed all of the kids. So he was the only kid really left besides the German had their kids there, but he was the only kid left. So then he had, they really have to hide him. So they put him on that top, top bunk, or sometimes he was on underneath, but he was on the top bunk and he wasn't allowed to say a word and he wasn't allowed to whatever. And then the dad would come in and, oh, he started bringing him to work, right? He put him in the wheelbarrow. And then at one point they're walking by this, um, office and no one's in there. And over the loudspeaker, he starts going, hi, my princess to, for his wife to hear. And he's like, hi, my princess. I still think of that night, that date night we had, and I love you. And then he, and then he puts a little boy on to say like, hi mama or whatever. Right. And, like, it's things like that. Like, he's willing to risk. Like, he just, he makes everything fun and he's willing to risk to, like, just show her, like, I love you or whatever. But he says to this, like, he's always talking about this tank and stuff like that. And anything that happens, he somehow can spin it. And he'll be like, like, one time he came back and the little boy's like, 
oh, they uh, this man was crying and he said, we're, I don't know, we're all going to die or something, you know, morbid. And he's like, no, he's just trying to get into your head because he won't, doesn't want you to win the tank because we're in the lead. Like, it's just, it's so beautiful of what, it just shows what a parent will do for their child. And to stay that positive and make it fun, even in the very, very last bit we see the dad and he had he was trying to escape and he had gone to try and get his wife but she had already left or whatever in a car or in a big jeep thing and he ends up getting caught and he had hidden his son in this box thing that was like out in like kind of a a yard like a main yard or whatever and he had hidden him in there saying it was a hide and go seek game and don't get out or whatever so as he's getting walked by a man with a machine gun, we all know what's going to happen. Yes. Unfortunately. But as he's walking by his son, he starts like being goofy because he knows his son can see him. So he starts walking and he's like winking at him and like, you know what is going to happen to you and you're still like. In those last few moments, you're still going to try to entertain your child. Yeah. But I think the best part of that movie is like literally like minutes or I don't know hours later that they all flee because they know they're being like the Germans all flee because they know that the I guess the Americans are coming in and so this little boy standing in this courtyard thing all by himself just looking around not knowing he doesn't know where anybody is and this tank comes around the corner and he's just like I won like that's what he's thinking and he's so excited and this man soldier is like come on in with me and so he takes him on the tank and then he ends up finding his mom so I don't know it's just it really uh it it gets you in this it gets you in the feels for sure gets you in the heart especially for a funny movie like they do the translation scene where the guard is speaking in German and he's speaking in Italian and it's he's translating it for everyone but he's just making up yeah. what he's saying yeah like to that, just make it seem more fun like the germans probably saying like you will you will um stand in the courtyard and when he points like he says it more directed to his son like don't you can't ask for food and you know and he just starts you know so that he thinks that the guard is really saying that this little boy is like you know if you want to win the tank then yeah it's beautiful it's really a beautiful movie it's hard yeah but then it's like really it's sweet too so it's like i don't know it's like such a dichotomy in my head of just like anyways when he won the oscar too for it he was climbing i don't know if you ever saw this on youtube but he was was he the one that climbed on the back of the chairs yes that's him that was climbing all over the back like he's just got so much energy and excitement and like, it's genuine, too. You can tell. It's, like, a really... He's a, just a really happy person. Mm-hmm. And his wife is... The way she is in the movie is kind of the way she is in real life. So, it's just funny to have the two. Like, she's pretty serious and a little more reserved. Well, I think anybody looks reserved next to him. But he's good, though. He was a, He's a good... Because he directed it, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he's he's got a good eye for that, too. Yeah. Um, are you ready for my unpopular opinion? Yes. Go ahead. Um if this was not a kid's movie, mm-hmm. he would have gotten so many people killed. Like, Oh yeah. The yeah. stuff that he tried to pull off. Yeah. Would have gone a lot worse in like a more realistic movie. Yeah, f- for sure. Like 
because he was always kind of on his like he was always leaving the bunk and he was and then he happened to know one of the Germans there because he used to be friends with him when he was a waiter so he actually got a job like at the concentration camp being a waiter because of this German so he got his kid in there and eating and stuff and then you know the kid said what did he say mercy no he said uh Oh, I can't remember what he said, but he said it in his language. Like, probably grazie. Yeah, he said grazie. And so the then the, the other waiter goes off to tell tell on him. And then he comes back in the room and this man is like the 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 dad was teaching them all grazie, grazie, just to make it so he didn't stand out, which that wouldn't have. They're not dumb. Like that wouldn't have. No. No, that would have. No. They would have gotten caught for that one. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, the go take a shower part when he's like, yeah, go take a shower. Go go take a shower. And it's like, Ugh. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, it also gets dark at, at or very close to the end before he puts them away when there's just like all of the bodies like piled up. Yeah, I didn't know what that was. I had to ask that. I'm like, what is that? And he's like, it is bodies. Oh, okay. Thank you. Lovely. Um, yeah parades to his end his unforeseen end yeah starts doing his little marching and he's smiling and he's winking at his son and they don't show it on camera too which is probably another good thing yeah we obviously infer because they go behind a wall and then we hear and then he doesn't come back out so yeah yeah uh this is one of pope john paul paul the second's top five movies oh thank you that that was a fun fact that is a fun fact um the oscars oscars we already said that uh he won for acting he's also nominated for directing um it was the best foreign language film of that year uh and it also won original score Mm, nice yeah pretty like it it is dichotomy is the perfect word for this movie Mm -hmm. because it's it's sad because of what is transpiring but it's just it's the characters that make it fun yeah like he makes it really infectiously fun of just like and you're just like wow if he can be in this moment and make it somehow fun for his kid that's pretty impressive like he's got such a will to live not just to make it positive (laughs) but he really wants it to be like that's okay like we're here it's gonna be fun and stuff and that's wow I, i don't know many people that could do that I also feel like if this movie was in English, it would probably be directed by like Clint Eastwood because like mm-hmm. America gets to come in at the end and be the heroes. Yes, they love that. <laughs> they love being the heroes. Yeah. Thank God they did though. Uh, I guess that's yeah, it. That's it. All right. Let's get into our second movie, 2000's Gladiator, directed by our good old friend Ridley Scott. Ridley Scott. Get a few few Ridley really Scott yeah. movies at the we end. Do. We had to... uh, this is about a once powerful general, uh, Maximus, mm-hmm. right? Uh, who must become a common gladiator after the Emperor's son, which I f- already forget his name. Com- Commodore? Commodore. I want to say Commodore, but I know it's not. It's com- The it's- Commodores? Yeah, the Commodores. It's Commodus, I think. Com- Commodus? It's C-O-M-M-O-D-U-S. Commodus? Commodus? Joaquin Phoenix. It's It's Joaquin Phoenix, guys. 
uh, Joaquin Phoenix uh, murders his father and his family, his own father and Maximus's family, uh, and then sells Maximus into slavery. He doesn't sell him. He goes, he wants him killed. So he goes into the forest and because Maximus knows that he killed his dad he just knows that he feels it in his bones and the reason that he kills his dad Joaquin Phoenix is because he says you're not getting the throne I'm giving it to Maximus and so he kills him because he's crazy and so then Maximus is like take him no Joaquin Phoenix's character says take Maximus into the forest and kill him and so there's this I don't know there's like four guys or something and they're like and he's like, can you do a, it's like a certain kind of death. I guess they put the sword in the back of the neck. And so he's like, just do that. And just as the guy is about to put it down, he grabs the sword and then obviously kills all four of them. And then he knows that his family's in trouble. So he gets on his horse and he runs and he runs and he runs on this horse, like trying to get to the house. And when they get to, he gets to the house, everything is his, burnt. The family is burnt. No, they were hanging. Sorry. Yeah, it was so not yeah, not a please. good scene. Let's 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 not be silly here. It's yeah, they are hanging. And then he passes out, and then the slave caravan picks him up and takes him, and then he's bought from the slave caravan to he's bought by somebody who then makes tries to make him a gladiator, and they put him in that little like ring, like just like a not a huge arena one but just a little one and he won't fight at first and then he's like oh yeah want to see what i got um how much did you like the opening battle scene i don't listen listen i i like i can appreciate that this is a good movie i know it's tyler's top in his top 10 of all-time favorite movies and i can appreciate but it is way too violent for me like it is listen sons of anarchy whatever like they shoot a gun at someone someone's dead it's the knives and the swords and the stabbing and the chopping of heads off and I have a harder time with that watching that so this movie was tough for me and then they killed a tiger and I was like I don't like it I was shocked that the dog survived that opening scene yeah because they were showing it and I'm like ugh they were showing it a lot there was gonna be like I was expecting here that like I know they which were is, showing it a lot. Which is always like the dog noise when you're like, ah, man, they just killed a dog. I know. So rude. And the horses. And I yeah. don't know. It's a hard movie for me. It is. It's. It's violent. I was going to say not like medieval, but I, I like it, it's Roman time. But it is just like in that same like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Kind of realm. It is. Only Joaquin Phoenix. Well, yeah, he is he's batshit crazy guys like he is he doesn't care about the people he doesn't he only cares about power he he wants to make out with his sister like he is it is game of thrones right that's right up its alley that's, I, f- I forgot about his incestuous ways yeah that's yeah, not great no um so then they so he decides joaquin phoenix decides like he doesn't care about it that he he knows that the people don't like him so he's trying to like, okay, what can I do? So then he throws the gladiator games or whatever, right? So then they get the gladiators. And then um, Maximus, played by Russell Crowe. I don't know if we've said that. Oh, yeah, we didn't yet. Okay, played by Russell Crowe. is supposed to come in, and they're supposed to technically lose. But then they end up winning. And then 
Max or um, Joaquin Phoenix's character comes down to meet him and sees that he's still alive. But he knows he can't kill him because now the people really like him because it was he put on a show, right? So now he's kind of caught in that, how am I going to get rid of this guy without killing, without me killing him? Mm-hmm. So then they do, they get that really big guy. They're really big. He's really big. And he, that's the next gladiator, like whatever. And this is where we kill a tiger. So then I, listen, I'm losing interest. I don't, I don't know why we had to kill a tiger. It's very unnecessary. Um, and then, so Joaquin Phoenix comes down after he does win and he comes down again and he tries to like goad him by saying like how his wife and son died and stuff, but he won't take the bait. Maximus is like, no, whatever. And so then he knows that he has to, oh, this is what he said. And I loved it. Um, so he doesn't take the bait and he says the time for honoring yourself will soon be at an end, your highness. And then they have their fight. Yeah. And he stabs him right before going out there. Remember? And so like. In the lung. Like in the lung. Yeah. As they're they're being like brought up into the arena, he stabs him, but then hides it. So he's having trouble. But guys, he wins. But does he win? Because. He wins and gets revenge. But then it's also. He got stabbed in the lung a few minutes ago. Yeah. Not a good chance he was making it in the Roman times. But I think he was at peace with that because the way the movie started with him, his hand on the wheat. That was a beautiful scene, too. Yeah. Where he's walking and his hand is, like, grazing the, the wheat or whatever. It's so beautiful. And it ends like that as well. So it's, like, kind of a bookend movie. Mm-hmm. It's it's a good movie. It's a good movie. I will. I know. I understand. It's just there's. It's just really violent. You didn't like the headless horseman? No. No. When that horse comes in and there's like a guy on there with no head and yeah, oh. right there, I was like, oh god, I'm I'm in for I'm then, in for a journey here. Then the other side just has the guy's head. <laughs> That's probably the worst. The part that's aged the worst. It's it's very small. I'm not saying this is a bad thing, but he's like holding a head, but it like doesn't really look like a head. Right. Kind of looks like clay. Yeah. Well, how how old is this movie again? What did you say? Two thousand. Yeah. Ridley Scott, eh? Love swords. Love swords. Big sword guy. Big. Yeah. He does have a. He is a visionary, though. I have to say, he is. He really can put together a really beautiful movie. Yeah. It's really well done. And that's when Russell Crowe was really at his peak when he was like, I don't want to say normal, but when he was like a calmer like actor, he really went off the rails a little bit. Yeah. Became really angry. He wasn't really like that before, but he was really popular at that time. Like he was really, really popular and well liked. And then I don't know. He just kind of dropped off the scene a little bit. Yeah, I think properly so. Yeah. Uh, do you know who did the music for this movie? Well, Jack, let me guess. I'm going to say Hans Zimmer. It is Hans Zimmer. Thank you very much. I feel like when we play a game like that, it's like one of like... It's John Williams, Hans Zimmer. Those may be my... Randy Newman. Randy Newman, but he's obvious to me. And Danny Elfman. Yeah, I like Danny Elfman too. But like you only have a handful yeah. that we really know. I'm sorry. I know there's like way more, but like popular, that's what you know, right? 
Good old Hans. Good old Hans. I like my favorite piece of symbolism from this movie is, um, I think just before that opening battle and in the Coliseums is uh, Maximus putting his hand like in the dirt or in the sand. Mm. And I kind of liked it as, well, I thought of it just literally of like, oh, he's just trying to understand his surroundings. But then I thought of it of like, oh, when he does it, it means he's willing to get his hands dirty oh, metaphorically. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is good. Um, yeah, uh, I keep wanting to say Amadeus when I see Joaquin Phoenix's character's name. Um, you could tell there was like a lack of love. Like he wasn't. Well, he wasn't even really like he wasn't raised by like his dad right because him and his sister came back like it's not like they lived there with his dad or whatever so he probably just had a lack of of love so then he tried to get that love from his sister yeah it's gross he's like come kiss me i'm like oh (laughs) and just murdered his dad yeah uh you wouldn't be able to talk about this movie without the iconic line are you not entertained right (laughs) do you remember when we did that for Now, now, if I redid that, yeah, you'd get it quite easily. Quite easily. I was surprised you didn't know that, like even not having seen the movie. Oh, I had seen this movie before. Oh. Mm-hmm. I just don't remember because yeah. it was like a billion years ago. I think I liked it better the first time because, I don't know, maybe I'm just becoming like an old lady now where Softy. it's like, yeah, maybe it's just like I get things bother me more. It's a good thing you watched Game of Thrones when you did then. I know. It is true. Game of Thrones, there was definitely some scenes that bothered me, for sure. Um, It kind of, it also brought back, I felt like when I was thinking about, like, the time this this, this came out, everything was kind of going towards more, like, sci-fi. Yeah, Like, there true. wasn't really, like, not that this is, like, I think this they say it's, like, loosely based on stuff that happened in Rome. Right. And there's, like, mixing up of characters of, like, who actually killed who. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not, like... This isn't, you're not going to watch this in like a history class. Right, right. But it did bring back kind of like that, the history genre. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's always, I think it's always fascinating to see these kinds of movies, whether they're loosely based or it's exactly, you're never going to know exactly what happened, but it does kind of give you a little insight into like what it would have been like, right, for them. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know. I guess like what they didn't have TV and phones, so they're going to watch people kill each other in a an arena yeah with some tigers i don't know <laughs> are you not entertained what's the matter um oscars so it won this year best picture best mm-hmm. actor uh best costume design best sound best visual effects just swept that's like as without winning director yeah you're winning a lot yeah as close as you could probably get to like a full that i don't think we'll I can't think of a movie that's ever swept everything. No. I'm sure there is one. Do you think? Probably. Maybe. I would say there's like three max. Wow. Go ahead. Well, just because you're talking about winning, we say like the five major categories. Yeah. Best picture, best director, actor, actress, screenplay. Screenplay, yeah. Yeah. Those are probably your majors right yeah all right maybe if you, if it's even just winning five or more in a night that list would be longer right but, but not the major ones or whatever because then you get into like editing or cinematography or cinematography was beautiful in this movie too mm-hmm. actually in both movies they were pretty 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 wow <laughs> <laughs> i think it's time all right <laughs>
Get the this gloves off. The HBO. Or gloves on. <laughs> Take them off. Take them off. <laughs> what is that? Gloves on? But then maybe you want them off so I can really punch you. I don't know. Oh. I'm not really going to. I don't like violence. That was, I was going to say to immediately turn from like, I don't like stuff that's gross. I'm going to punch, punch you. you. <laughs> okay. We're going to have Siri flip a coin. Before I ask Siri to flip the coin, you're going to call heads or tails. Okay. I know tails never fails, but I really feel in my gut it's going to be heads. Okay. Hey, Siri. Flip a coin. Yeah, this heads. <gasps> Nice. So I really felt in my gut it was going to be heads. I did because I was like, should I say tails? Because it's tails never fails. But nope. All right. The first overall pick in the HBO show draft. Team so, Casey selects. So this is the problem. Jack right. and I have already had a side conversation about that. I know which one he really wants and I know which one I really want. So we kind of had a gentleman agreement about it. And I'm going to stick to my word because I'm not willing to give up the show because it's a 10 out of 10. And I want Euphoria. Euphoria. Sandeya, Sydney Sweeney. Honestly, I'm I'm not just going to say this because it's mostly like female like dominated. I feel like Jacob Elordi is the best actor out of this show. Okay. For how he can be hated. So like one of the most hated characters. Mm-hmm. Like there is not much redemption to him. Like you get an understanding of the character you do you get an understanding of it you get an understanding of all the characters i really love maddie because i just think she's really fun to watch on the screen um and i love sydney sweeney especially this past episode i just thought she acted brilliantly because when people act drunk it's hard to do because you don't want to overact right so and she did a really good job acting like drunk it's a good freaking show I love it. I think it's visually one of the best shows I've ever seen. I think visually and just the the lighting or however Sam Levinson living Levin know. Levinson. Yeah. However he sets things up like even when when um Jules is sitting in the room with um Elliot Elliot's in Elliot's room. Yeah. And Jules is in the windowsill and he's on the bed. Like, I don't know. For me, it's just, it's so appealing. I know it sounds so silly. If you haven't seen it, you'd be like, who cares? But there's just something about the way it's done. It looks, ma- every scene looks magical to me. And then when he, he did it, he, he just makes bold choices where he's walking. Somebody's walking from one room to another, but you're seeing it overhead. And you're seeing where the rooms are all divided and stuff. And all their makeup and all their, I don't know, I love it. Okay. They took such creative kind of swings with it that, and most a lot of people watch it and go, yeah, like it's okay. Like the story, like the content in it itself, not that it's not the best, but it just. No, I agree with you. I know what you're saying. That it's that it's the cinematography and the um I can't remember the like the mise en scène like the other stuff outside of the story makes the stories better 100 percent couldn't agree with you more yeah the story is i mean it's just some crazy teenagers that do a lot of drugs and sleep around and like if you that's the way you explain it yeah it's stupid or not stupid but sorry but it's like that's silly but it's for me it's just so visually appealing i've never seen a show that can just like i am drawn to that screen every time it's on and they're the writing i would say those are the two for me like their conversations they have like they're they're just they have some depth behind them and they have some 
I don't know. They're really trying to figure themselves out. And I appreciate that in a TV show. I think my only pushback with the characters is I think they introduced too many characters. Mm. Like that. There's a lot. There isn't like if you just stuck to let's just like roll through it. The main group. It's it's Zendaya, Sydney Sweeney, Alexa Demi, Jacob Elordi. Uh, like even Maude Apatow. Like but, she's not really a main character. No, but she's I getting th- more of a role I now. I think she's important because she is the goody two shoes. She is the good girl of the group. And I think it is good to have a bit of balance. You don't want to have a whole bunch of pe- people all like off the rails. You want to have a bit of balance in a show. And it's also Sydney Sweeney's sister. So you get to see the, the dynamic of the sisters, right? Because you have one that's like Sydney Sweeney's. She's a hot mess. I love her so much. I love her character and I love her, but she is a hot mess. And then you have Barbie Ferreira, I think her name is. Yep. And in that main group would also be Hunter Schaefer. Yes. So I don't know who you get rid of, though. Like it is, they all bring something unique to the table. Well, I think it's just because, well, and then even like Fez. Like there's. <gasps> I like, can't believe we didn't say Fez. I love Fez. And it, Ashtray. Yeah, the it's it's like a it's a character like McKay, is is to me the problem with the show is that they tried to do an episode with them mm-hmm. and then they just kind of buried them like yeah. they just kind of didn't keep expand. I don't even know did they do an episode about Fest? about McKay? Um, I don't think I, like I don't remember so. it, which is a bad sign if they did. Okay, yeah, and Eric Dane. Because the dad. Yeah. Which they give, they've given him a bigger role. He's incredible. Like you said in this last one, if you could give. That's such a good. I'm I'm so proud of myself for this idea. Yeah. If you could give out. Like I think of like, again, it's like sports, like single game awards, single episode awards. Eric Dane, like, and this might sound like hyperbole, but it might be one of the greatest episodes an actor has ever had it, in it, any show it, like it's a scene that is he's he's basically carrying the scene himself he's confronting his family but they're not really they're not really saying much but he, he the journey he goes on and the way he he and just attacks that scene is yeah. it, it's mesmerizing and that scene is the like wrap up to that story like he goes on yeah. this whole adventure yeah. when he has this head injury and he is drinking and probably I like we were talking like because I watched it with my girlfriend. We definitely do not watch that show together. Me and you. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. I barely can watch it on my own. You guys. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. But he had to have been on some like painkillers, right? Or something like that oh. to mix with alcohol. Yeah, he was. He was really. Uh, he was making some bad choices that night. Mm-hmm. We definitely thought there was going to be. Uh, we thought it was going in a different direction. Were you Be- like car accident? Yeah, because he's drinking what, and driving. We said it, and I said it, and I'm like, the two seconds later, we both were like, nah, that too seems obvi- like too easy. Too easy. And that is not the show. It is not an easy, it's not predictable in that way of like, I can't, I can't, I, I don't have a, pe- I don't even try to peg this one. I just, I'm in it for the ride, which is very rarely happens for me. Usually I'm like, oh, this is going to happen. This, this person did it. I don't know. Right. But this one, it's got me on my toes. Especially the opening sequences that have definitely elevated in the second season. The opening sequences when you're... The first season was kind of like learning about the main characters. Mm-hmm. And it they're like all... Not movies. Like the, the one with Eric Dane, I think it was last, I think it was the previous week's episode. 
where it's like him in high school like that was mm-hmm. like legit a movie yeah and it was like what 10 minutes yeah maybe yeah and it was just like the cold open to the show yeah so good anyways okay that was a good 10 minutes of euphoria it was with the second overall pick in the hbo show draft no one can tell me the show is overrated if you can say it's one bad season sure watch the other seven it's game of thrones yeah it's it was appointment television it was the last show that will ever be the water it's this day we need to watch it monday if you didn't watch it you're behind and we are all going to talk about it and you too bad for you it is the water cooler show of of our generation and now right like everybody everybody watched it and then everybody talked about it on monday it was like the big thing right yeah six almost perfect seasons yes the last two they just kind of struggled and i think they struggled because there wasn't a book to kind of go off of. yeah and and you're trying to wrap up a story that has been you've been developing so it's hard to wrap it up in a way that's gonna make everybody happy no like it's just not gonna happen i don't know i mean people are gonna complain about it but whatever just just push it away it's fine we understand why you said you didn't like the ending yeah but it's the ending they picked and it was a great show it was a great show it was so well done great characters everything i mean they did kill a dragon but we'll we'll get over that do you remember that when we watched that together wow yeah especially because i was couldn't even sit i was pacing it was it was one of those moments where you talk about your oh i always predict this and (laughs) it was like he the, the night king threw one and missed and it's like well he's going to throw again and he's going to make it it's no it's toying it's like what um what's this ramsey does to rick on where just this kid runs in a straight line like just hit one little zigzag and maybe you survive yeah just just give it a little zag little zigzag something that's such a that's again one of the best one of the best tv episodes ever is that battle scene the uh what do they call that yeah bant brothers yeah something brothers something brothers that was Battle Battle, of, battle uh, Oh, we both had it. Oh boy. I'm Okay, so this is my predicament now because you said are, I'm going to pick one. There are two shows that that you, you know I'm going to pick. You can't pick both I of them. I can't right have now. both of them. So whatever one I pick, you're going to pick the other. Not 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 for sure. You might end up if you pick the one I'm expecting you to pick. I don't know. I don't know which one I'm expecting you to pick, but I know there's two. Know. And depending on which one you pick, I might pick the other one. I'm not 100% sold because I also don't know if I want to miss out on some of the shows that I have. Yeah. Okay. It's a hard debate for me because I want both of these two shows, but I am I am nervous, so I have to really think about which one I would be more upset about losing. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm going to take – oh, my God – like, I don't know why I take these things so seriously. I feel like I'm going to vomit. It's so funny. Oh, yeah. We also didn't mention we're picking seven. We're seven picking shows. Seven? Yeah, because no. that's what we said last week. Because it's like, let's not do five. Let's not do ten. Uh, okay. Let's do seven. seven. You're like, seven's a weird number. Let's do it. Okay. Well, I don't know if I have enough written down, but I'll give it a whirl. Um, I'm going to go Big Little Lies. That was one of the ones I was thinking. Of course. And I know you know the other one. Like, I know. See, this is this is now. I said, I think I said it before. Whoever gets the first pick gets to dictate how petty. But now you've put it on me of 
if I take A, you're going to take B. 100%. I will take your show. And you know I will. Because I love it too. I just wouldn't pick it. As high. As high as you. But I still love the show. So I wouldn't. It, yes, a bit of it would be petty, but I would. It's on my list if I can get it. I will. I will keep this. I will keep this clean for now. I think we're gonna have more shows to go back and forth on. I will. I will leave your show. You can pick it next. I'm gonna take Barry. Yes. Love. Love me, Bill Hader. Yeah. And it's a great show. It's a great, and it's like listed as a comedy, and it's like it's not. It's got funny moments. Like no ho, Hank is hilarious. Love him. But like. And it's it's such a not like super deep show, but it is like this. If you explain it, it's like, oh, yeah, he's a hitman, but he wants to be an actor. So he's taking acting classes. And then that's how we meet all the other characters that are all like the actors. But then he's like a a hitman assassin kind of guy who he doesn't seem like he would be a hitman because he's when he's in hitman mode, though. He's yeah. Yeah. So it has this like it, it just feel like you're on a such a ride with the show, like you're never really sure where it's going and then you throw a noho and you're like, This is solid gold. The show is solid. It's great. All right, with my third pick that I'm very happy I'm gonna get is Veep. Yeah. I I I was considering being that petty, but I just I couldn't. No. This show is so funny. Now, my debate between Big Little Eyes and Veep was if I had to choose between the two, first of all, they're very, very different shows. Big Little Lies to me gave me music. I love the scenery, the women, the cast, the story, everything the way it was told. I loved Big Little Lies, but it only gives me two seasons. And really, the first one was the best one. But with Veep, you're getting one of the funniest shows like I would put it in my top five of all time favorite comedies because it is so funny it is not the type of comedy for everyone though because it's very offensive I don't even know if they could do it now because I feel like everyone is a little more sensitive now than when it came out it is definitely geared for a crowd of people that can just laugh stuff off but there are moments when even I'm like wow I cannot believe they just said that like she is mean yes which is funny to see because in Seinfeld, she's not mean like that. And she's like a vice president and she's so mean to everybody around her. But it's so funny. And then you have like Tony Hale. Oh, Tony Hale adores her. And it's like her like assistant, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Right hand man. I don't even know what you call him. And she's so mean to him and he just adores her. But in a funny way, mean, not in a. Because I always think of. I can't remember who it specifically like it would have been her meeting like a senator or like a mayor or something. And she goes like, who the fuck is this? Yeah. And like says it like through her teeth. So the person doesn't hear them. And then he goes, um, it's this person. Yeah. And he's just always there to help. He's always there to help. And she's the very first season is just always heard the president call. Did the president call? No, no president did not call. Like, yeah, it does definitely have uh, moments like in this, like the it again it starts like most shows it starts off pretty strong and then it has a bit of a dip but you're just the characters all of them it's like um like the office or parks and rec where they all have they're all strong characters where you you really love them all right and there's jonah jonah oh jonah gangly fuck yeah i love how much they make fun of him they make fun of him all the time it's good all right with my third pick 
I can't believe this show is still here I know, I know because it is say. a classic. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. One of the greatest shows ever. And I know in a bracket, I previously picked Curb to beat this show, but there's no deniability that The Sopranos is yeah. one of, if not the greatest show. Yeah, I know. Frick. Good old, good old Tony. Yeah. Honestly, I, I liked it more for the characters that I didn't like. Like, it was just like uh, Meadow. Yeah. Like, she she's terrible, and the son is terrible. Like, everybody's terrible. And this is another one. Maybe that's just kind of my theme of people don't like the endings, but you left it ambiguous. You you kind of, when you get to that final scene that cuts off, you're like, okay, you have this crossroads. You get to choose. Yeah. I guess it's maybe three roads. If you want to say, does he go to jail? Does he get whacked? Yeah. Does he just, just survive? Yeah. Keep on living. I feel like it was get whacked or jail. Oh, was, oh no, keep living. Then I, yeah, I think it would have been fine if he yeah. lived. But it's kind of it's almost kind of nice that now no one can hate the decision they made because they didn't make a bold this is how it ends exactly you get to decide yeah which a lot of people do not like but I actually and sometimes I'm one of those people but it kind of grows on me sometimes because then you can have moments when you're like I bet he got whacked and then there's other days when you're like nah he's still living his best life well I mean R.I.P. James Gandolfini but we have to still watch that other one. The his son is in the prequel. Oh, the Saint the Newer. Yeah, I really want to watch that. Oh, now I'm not sure which route I want to go. I don't think you're going to take the show, but just in case, no, I, d- I definitely don't think you're going to take the show. But I'm going to take Sex and the City. <laughs> it was not even on my list. <laughs> so I'm going to take Sex and the City. Not the new one. I do not like it. Um, I'm not a fan. But all the old classic, the four girls, Sex and the City is my pick. Yeah, would not have taken that. You could save, could have saved that for the end. I know, but I just want to make sure, just in case you decided to turn petty. And not petty enough to sabotage my own team in, in my mind. All <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to take Entourage. Oh yeah, yeah. Almost forgot it was an HBO show, but yeah. it is. This is this is the problem with it. It's five seasons, and it's about two seasons too long. Yeah, it is because it was so great. It was Mark Wahlberg, right? And yeah. he is kind of loosely based on him. And then it and it's because it's this show about Vinny Chase, this actor, and it's the the highs and lows of him being an actor, and he wants to direct and. He wants to do all that kind of stuff. The uh, It just goes downhill, funny enough, when he goes downhill. And yeah. he gets, like, addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. And he starts dating a porn star. And yeah. it just it lacked that, like, group environment. Because it is, it's a group that, like, they all don't really like each other. Mm-hmm. But they all just want to hang out with Vinny Chase. Like, to me, the best part of that show, and I can't believe I'm forgetting which Dylan it is, but uh, like Johnny Drama. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is like the best character because he's just this big time douche that like no one really likes. Is it his brother, though, in the, the show? Dylan? Like. Uh, like Donnie, Johnny. Is Vinny Chase's brother. Brother. That's the reason why they put up with him, though, because I feel like if it was just a friend, he might have been the kick to the curb. Yeah, because in the show, he's like a d-list actor yeah and Vinny chase is an a or b list right 
I yeah, it it, it was just, and then you have E. Oh, I loved him and his relationship with Sloan. Uh, Sloan, and then you had Turtle, and yeah. you just they also did a good job on that show. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen in my life, but because the movie did what the show did naturally, the show would bring in celebrities. And then sometimes, like, Seth Green was an asshole and everybody hated him. Right. But then, like, Kanye was super nice and, like, offered a plane to help fly them somewhere. Like, they would bring these celebrities in naturally and be like, oh, cool. Like, what are they like? Like, I feel like Bob Saget was on that show. Yes, he was. And I feel like he he wasn't Asshole. Yeah. Yes. Another another R.I.P. I know people are so upset in Hollywood. Like I have, I have, sorry, we'll get off track on that, but just, I haven't seen like everybody is saying all the exact same things of just what a nice guy he was. So sad. But on that show, he played an asshole. But and to me, that would probably be fun. Like if they pitched that to you, like, mm-hmm. Hey, why don't you be turtles rival Seth green? Like, not everyone's going to be this perfect, nice person. No, it's more fun. And then the movie just really hurts it because it was just all this like forced, hey, celebrity, celebrity, there's Ronda Rousey, there's this person, there's that person. It's like, yeah. this isn't, the story isn't about them. No, and that's what made it so great was just how much they all stuck together and how much they all got through the, you know, the, the, the weeds to get to the good stuff or whatever, right? But then once they kind of, became once he became successful the kind of it it kind of ruined the the show a little bit because you were just like but it was more fun when they were struggling and they just kind of made their own fun and they just well i wouldn't even say they were struggling they lived in a mansion but yeah wasn't he aquaman yeah he was because something like that that was one of my favorite episodes because um during if i'm remembering this right during the premiere there was a blackout so they didn't know how many tickets they sold so they went to like this high school party and then they got like a phone call of like oh it's breaking box office records or something like that right well i don't remember all that i just i don't i don't remember a lot of it but it would be one i would watch again i would watch i would rewatch that yeah it'd be probably pretty good um okay my next pick i know you aren't gonna what pick this one because so i feel like we're now into the gentlemen's like we are both just gonna pick our own shows because i think the ones that were at the top were our the ones we agreed on but um i could not have an hbo list without the righteous gemstones and i know you probably don't even have it on your list no i didn't even know you watched that oh my god dad and i love that show it is one of the craziest, quirkiest shows we've ever seen. It's just, it's coming back now. Is that the one that's Danny McBride is? Yes. Uh, John Goodman. John Goodman. Uh, Adam Devine. Yeah. Or, and and yeah, then there's sorry. a daughter in there. So they're all a family evangelist family and they are batshit crazy guys. Like they are crazy and the, uh, every episode is crazy. I don't even know if crazy is the right word. Like, off the charts crazy but it's funny and it's it's such a good ride anyways we loved it so that is my next pick again not for everybody though it is yeah when i say that i'm like i don't think everybody would like that show but yeah uh yeah so that was your fifth Fifth. so two do you have enough for two more yep okay uh i'm gonna take because i i know these two i'm going to get so it doesn't really matter the order mm-hmm. i'm gonna say westworld because okay. yeah i figured you'd take that it 
like the first two seasons are just the perfect mind fuck of like mm-hmm. there's these robots and there's these people who's 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 a robot who's not this person's a real person oh they're not and then the end of the first season they do this like huge data leak where everyone would figure out what they are right it also is a very funny personal story about when we were watching that and not to get into too many details but someone in the family might have thought they were in Westworld right the thing that I love about I tried the show with you guys I was out I had no idea what was going on and I would say that to you and I feel like after every episode you guys would say the same thing you're like we don't even know what's going on but it's interesting enough in that and the list of actors as much as I'm not the biggest Evan Rachel Wood person off of the screen mm-hmm. just for the yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff she's involved in. Mm-hmm. Um, James Marsden and oh, Ed yeah, Harris. Um, they have these two guys in the first season. I don't know who I've never I'd never seen them before. But it's this like this concept where it's oh, Tandy Newton. Like mm-hmm. it was this good concept of like, oh, OK, so rich people just get to go to this world with robots and it's the wild, wild west and you can kill and have sex and drink and do whatever you want right and then it just slowly evolves into like the robots are taking over anthony hopkins is in it too like it's it it was so well done and probably still don't understand it yeah no i yeah i i did not understand it so i was like i am out on that <clears throat> i did like it i enjoyed it but it was so confusing i was like you guys are smarter than i am so you guys go for it um okay i have i have three left and i don't know which one okay i'm gonna go with i know you're not gonna take this one either uh camping so it was jennifer garner juliette lewis was amazing really strong cast it was only one season i i mean i would love if they came back but um so they go on this like adult camping trip for someone's 40th birthday and it is funny and and they have deep moments and it's just kind of everything you'd want in a show so mostly funny and crazy and weird and whatever so camping there's there's gonna be a show or two left on here did you count like limited series too well yeah because big little lies would be considered a limited series i just wanted to make sure that you weren't like there's one that you still might leave out that i might have to call you out on damn it i i like looked up the hbo list though now i'm nervous (laughs) tell me what it is no that's rude if we get to the end and you didn't pick it maybe i'll say i can't even read your writing i know it's upside down and it's left-handed yeah uh my next pick i'm going to take ballers yeah dwayne the rock johnson rob i can never say right cordry cordry yeah and they're two sports agents it evolves later on in the show and it's like very quintessential like football but it's not football on the field it's all the off the field stuff. stuff yeah and there's I mean, it's HBO. There's a whole lot of drinking and sex and yeah. drugs and stuff like that. Um, my only complaint about the show is The Rock's character is a former football player that's now an agent. Um, he takes pills by, like, putting a bunch in his mouth and just, like, chews them. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, painkillers. And he's isn't just, like, it his shoulder Yeah, Yeah, yeah it is, it yeah. is his shoulder. And he just will, like, just start chomping on them. And he'll be, like, in the car just, like, chomping down of, like, 
just get this guy some water. Yeah. Like, let him wash it down a little bit. Right. I wonder what they actually gave him. That is a good question. I know. It's always like Jonah Hill went to the hospital during Wolf of Wall Street because he snorted too much like vitamin C. Right. That's like I was watching that Kristen Bell new show. Um, I don't know. It's like the woman in the window across from the house. I don't know. It's a it's really crazy. It's very they call it offbeat. That is an understatement. Anyway, she's a huge wine drinker. And so I guess the first day she was drinking grape juice and then was like uh, to the people like I cannot drink this much like sugar in one day. Like I'm going to have to have something else. So she got some something tea and it looked like wine but I always think of that like if you're doing take after take after take even if you're in an eating scene I remember that Julia Roberts there's a Julia Roberts movie where she's eating pancakes really fast like as part of the scene and then she's talking and eating and it's like a really fun scene but I'm like if she had to do that like four or five times she probably ate like 40 pancakes like that's gross like that would make me vomit anyway sorry sidetracked well, now I'm nervous to pick my last one because I don't want you to say, what about this show? This is your last pick. Can you just tell me what it is? I will let you make your selection. and. <gasps> oh, I see. All right. This is as petty as we're going to get. Fine. I feel like we're going to leave this. We're both going to leave this pretty happy. Okay. Yeah. No, it's true. I feel like I feel like uh, for the masses, yours is a better team. But for me... Oh, per- don't concede that. Don't. No, no. I'm not saying... I'm just saying I feel like if we put up a survey, because you have Sopranos and Game of Thrones, you would be the winner. But I'm still very happy that I have Euphoria and Big Little Lies. That, like, those are my really... my. T- I knew I wasn't going to get Game of Thrones if I wanted Euphoria. Because I knew if I took Game of Thrones, you'd take Euphoria. Yep. So... And then it would have gotten petty because then I would have gone buried. Like I would have just basically taken your team. So I'm and, like, why? And then at the end we could be like, so you don't <laughs> do want to just s- trade teams? Yeah, do you want to trade teams? I can't believe you just won't tell me. I can't read it anyway. I'm trying. Then why do you keep trying? I'm trying. Okay. I guess there's technically two. But like I think there's one that would be a little more obvious that you would take. Because this one is like, was just like, I was kind of scraping. So I feel like maybe I missed something. You definitely did then. <gasps> Why won't you tell me? Okay. Are you going to take it? No, I haven't seen it. Wow. How about you just say what your show, okay. what it is. I was going to take The Night Of with Riz. Ahmed. Ahmed. Um, White Lotus. Mm, I wouldn't pick that. Mayor of Easttown. I looked that up, but it was Showtime. Was it? Yeah, I looked that up. Oh, it wasn't an HBO show. Like maybe they they played it, but it was a Showtime. I'm gonna double check this. Okay, double check because if I can have Mayor of Easttown, I would for sure have taken. I would have taken that like like third or. Yeah, original network HBO. Get out! When I looked it up, it I swear to God, it said Showtime. Uh. That is so crazy. Yeah, HBO Original, HBO (gasps) Max. I would have been devastated. Well, I'm taking that, obviously. Mare of Easttown was like my favorite show of last year. I can't believe I was going to take Night Of. I swear I looked it up, and it wasn't on any... I looked up HBO, like, all-time shows, and there was like 130 or something, and I don't think Mare of Easttown was on there. But thank you, Jack, for being a gentleman. Night of though, just for the record, it was, it was it's good. a great series, really well done, like a very like crime, and then like, did he do it or didn't he? They really take you on a journey, but 
Mayor of Easttown is was one of the best series. Like I was so obsessed with it. I thought it was really well done. I have trouble deciding in this one if I want to pay a little homage to Dad or just pick the show that I want. Ooh, tell me the choices. Uh, since we're being so gentlemanly. Uh, the show that I want is probably Curb. Okay. Just because I love Larry David. And again, it's that show where it's celebrities, but it's... Mm-hmm. So funny. I'm. Yeah. Um, or The Wire. Mm, Dad loved that. It's on every single list I saw for HBO. Like, Because I just wanted to have a list of all the shows, but they kept wanting to put it in like a... Like, this is the number one show of HBO. And I didn't want that. I just wanted, like, just give me a list. I will figure out which one I want. Anyways, number one was always Sopranos. And The Wire was always number two on almost every single list. Sometimes the list, even The Wire, was number one. I was like, wow, that must have been such a good show. Yeah, and it's, He really liked it. And but. it's another one that's sad because of Michael K. Williams. Right. I'll pay homage to Dad. I'll take that's The Wire. Nice. As much as I I love Curb, I know I, The Wire is a show that I'm gonna s- tell everyone that I haven't watched. And everyone's gonna go, "What? How have you never uh, seen?" I know that? it is true. Everyone freaks out. I Dad says it's really good because each season is d- like it's. D- I want to say the same but different. That doesn't make sense. But like they kind of a- approach it differently. I will say so. Like the first season is kind of the cops, and then the second season is more about the little the kids that are being making bad choices in life so he says it's always like it kind of keeps it fresh and it's yeah I watched a couple but if you don't know like the characters and stuff it's really hard because then I'm just annoying because I'm like who's that what are they doing why is he doing that you know he's like I just want to watch my show (laughs) shut up woman that was we really handled ourselves maturely we did that could have there's an alternate universe where I took veep second and oh, I and then all yeah, hell would have broken loose because then it the draft would have literally gone Euphoria one, Veep, Game of Thrones, Big Little Lies, Barry. Yeah, it would have just it, we would have just swapped because then it would have been petty, whatever, right? Yeah, I think I think we both we both leave this one happy. Yes, I do. I will say for the record, though, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm, we're gonna put. A, I'm gonna put up an Instagram poll. But you can't say who's is who because really only four people listen to this, so. You have to put like team one and there are the shows under it. And then team two, there are the shows under it. Don't you think? Yeah. Whose is better? Let's see. I can do it too if you want. I can put on my Insta. I'll make a, I'll hop on Photoshop and make a nice graphic for it. Nice. I like it. And then put tag me in it so I can put it on mine too and get people to vote. Okay. And then we'll see. And then... And then you can, at the end, go, well, I said yours is better. <laughs> I won't say that. I won't say that. I just think with with the Game of Thrones and Sopranos, you're definitely... Uh, you're pleasing the masses more than my list, but I'm very, very happy with my list because I love all of my shows, and mm. these are the shows that I wanted. So... And some people might because, like, more my generation of females really love Sex in the City... And Big Little Lies, pretty big hit. But yeah, we'll see. I don't think a lot of sh- people know Righteous Gemstones are camping. You know what I mean? Like I went a little more offbeat, but that's kind of me. Weird and quirky. <laughs> I, I guess that wraps up for this one. And we have no movie to pick. 
Well, we have Lord of the Rings. So we're going to watch Lord of the Rings, and then Jack is watching Deadpool, and we will get back to you. Oscar nominations are out on Tuesday, the 8th, everybody, if you're interested. And that's it. Yeah, right? we'll, we'll talk about all that next episode, and then next episode, we come back to challenging each other. I know. It'll be fun. You have a, or you got a list ready? I started one, but or we could before we do that, we could kind of start hammering out some Oscar stuff. Maybe we'll see. We can go through the nominations. Well, I'm saying we go through the nominations and we watch those movies first, and then we can start challenging each other. Uh, I think we could kind of do like both, both on the fly because, like, the with the with the challenges it's just the one one movie like we just yeah. have to watch one each yeah which is that's easy to do you could do that on a four minutes before we <laughs> an hour before we start recording you could watch a movie yeah plowed yeah. through life is beautiful you really like doing that it's a procrastinator you are that's all right in march i'll just i'll have weekends to do it i know case got anything else i got nothing else all right and besides that we will see you next time bye